Alright Christian Boy Podcast, today we're going to be in Exodus chapter 19. Now, there's 25 verses in this chapter, and it's mostly about Israel moving camp from Rephidim to Sinai, and then God coming down on Mount Sinai after giving them a little bit of instruction about his arrival. So yeah, that's what we're going to see in this chapter, God coming down on Mount Sinai. And yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what they have to do for God, to, Yahweh, to come down on Mount Sinai. So we're about to get right into that. But before we do, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube page, um, to text me at 662-371-8877 if you have anything to say, and to, you know, read your Bible. Let me know what you think about this chapter and what, what opinions you have on it. So yeah, let's get right into it on the Christian Boy Podcast. Our memory verse for the week comes from 1 John 3, verse 16, and it says, This is how we have come to know love. He laid down his life for us. We should also lay down our lives for our brothers. All right, let's get into the chapter. It says, In the third month, on the same day of the month that the Israelites had left the land of Egypt, they entered the wilderness of Sinai. After they departed from Rephidim, they entered the wilderness of Sinai and camped in the wilderness, and the Israelite and Israel camped in front of the mountain. Moses went up the mountain to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain. This is what you must say to the house of Jacob, and explain to the Israelites. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to me. Now, if you listen to me and carefully keep my covenant, you will be my own possession out of all the peoples, although all the earth is mine, and you will be my kingdom of priests and my holy nation. These are the words that you are to say to the Israelites. After Moses came back, he summoned the elders of the people and set before them all the words that the Lord had commanded him. Then all the people responded together, we will do all that the Lord has spoken. So Moses brought the people's words back to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, I'm going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people will hear when I speak with you and will always believe you. Then Moses reported the people's words to the Lord. And the Lord told Moses, go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow. They must wash their clothes and be prepared on by the third day. For on the third day, the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Put boundaries for the people all around the mountain and say, be careful that you do not go up on the mountain or touch its base. Anyone who touches the mountain will be put to death. No hand may touch him. Instead, he will be stoned or shot with arrows. No animal or man will live when the ram's horn sounds a long blast. They may go up to the mountain. And then Moses came down from the mountain to the people and consecrated them and they washed their clothes. He said to the people, be prepared by the third day. Do not have sexual relations with women. On the third day, when morning came, there was a thunder, there was thunder and lightning, a thick cloud on the mountain and the trumpet sound so that all the people in the camp shuddered. Then Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was completely, completely enveloped in smoke because the Lord came down on it in fire. Its smoke went up like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain shook violently. As the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him in thunder. The Lord came down on Mount Sinai and at the top of the mountain. 
Then the Lord summoned Moses to the top of the mountain, and he went up. The Lord directed Moses, go down and warn the people not to break through the, to see the Lord. Otherwise, many of them will die. Even the priests who come near the Lord must purify themselves, or the Lord will break out in anger against them. But Moses responded to the Lord, the people cannot come up the Mount, Mount Sinai since you warned us to put a boundary around the mountain for con and to consider it holy. The Lord replied to him, go down and come back with Aaron. But the priests and the people must not break through to come up to the Lord, or he will break out in anger against them. So Moses went down and told the people. All right, let's recap this chapter. In the third month, Israel enters the wilderness of Sinai, camping in front of a mountain. Verses three through six, Moses goes up the mountain and God calls to him saying, tell Israel, you have seen what I said, what I did to the Egyptians and how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to me. If you listen to me and keep my covenant, you will be my own possession out of all the people. Although the earth is mine, you will be my kingdom. You'll be my kingdom of priests and my holy nation. And he tells him to say this to Israel. In verses seven through eight, Moses summons the elders and sets all the words the Lord commanded him before them. All the people say, we will do this. Moses returned these words back to the Lord. God tells Moses that he is going to come down as a dense cloud so the people will hear him when he speaks to Moses. So the people will believe him also, so that people will believe Moses also. God tells also tells him to instruct the people to consecrate three days, to wash their clothes and be prepared on the third day. On that day, the Lord will come down upon the mountain. Moses must also set up boundaries around the mountain and no man or animal is to touch the mountain. Otherwise, the, they will be put to death. When Moses, when the ram's horns sounds, they, must, they may go up the mountain. In verses 14 through 15, Moses comes down and prepares the people, instructing them not to have intercourse also. In verses 16 through 19, on the third day in the morning, there was, a, there was thunder and lightning, and a thick cloud came upon the mountain. A loud trumpet sounded, and all the people in the camp shuddered. Moses brings the people out to meet God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. The mountain was covered in smoke because God came down on it in fire. The smoke went up like a furnace, smoke like furnace smoke, and the mountain shook violently. The sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, and God spoke to Moses in thunder. The Lord was on Mount Sinai and summoned Moses to the top. God told him to go down and warn the people not to break through to see the Lord. Otherwise, many will die. Even the priests who came, who come near must purify themselves or the Lord will break out in anger. Moses tells God that the people cannot come up because there is a barrier around the mountain and they consider it holy. Moses tells him to go down and come back with Aaron, but no one else must come up. Otherwise, he will break out in anger against them. Moses goes down and does this. So this is an interesting, interesting chapter. So a lot of, thing, a lot of things that happen here. So here's the first thing that I see. God keeps his promises. In Exodus 33 verse 12, I'm sorry, in Exodus 3 verse 12, God tells Moses that he will worship at the mountain in Horeb, which is Mount Sinai. God continues to show that he keeps his promises to those that he makes them to. 
like we saw Abraham, he kept his promises too. We saw Isaac, he kept his promises too. We saw Jacob, he kept his promises too. He kept his promise to Joseph that he gave to him in dreams. Now we're seeing him keep promises to Moses that he gave to him not too long ago. And so now here's my question for you. What has God promised you that you feel like it's not going to happen? Or maybe it wasn't a promise from God. My question is, are you patient and willing to wait for what God has promised you? With Moses, with Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, the promise of the enslavement of his people and the deliverance of his people comes very far after that. So, yeah, are you waiting? Are you willing to wait on what God promises you? We see God make a covenant with Israel also. If they follow his will and obey what he says, then he will they will be his people. And we as Christians and followers of Christ have a similar covenant as the people of Israel do with God in this chapter. The covenant is live for God and follow his, his commands. And he is our father and we are his children. And we're also joint heirs with Christ. Romans 8 verse 17 tells us tells you a little bit more about that. So my question, another question for you is, so are you are you following God's commands or are you doing everything the way that you want to do it? Are you following what your body tells you to do or what your mind tells you to do or what you feel like doing? Because if you are, here's your here's your sign. You should repent and ask God to do what you want him to do, what he wants you to do for you to follow his lead and to do what he has for you to do. And here's another thing. God gives Israel another opportunity to see his works, his glory, and he also lets them hear his voice after some time of consecration, albeit God still God still does this. He still reveals himself to his people. And we are often just like Israel, afraid and shuddering at his glory. And when he moves, we're still afraid when he does miracles or things, we're still afraid, but I want us to be more prepared for the unexpected things that God does. When God moves, even though we don't know how God's going to move, we should be more prepared and not afraid when he arrives. We should be expectant of what he's going to do, not not worried about how he's going to work or how he's going to move, but expecting the unexpected in a sense, being ready for the unexpected things of God to happen, not being afraid of his glorious power. And also... Because they couldn't go up Sinai because they were not holy enough and purified enough. God has given us the ability to approach the throne of grace and to come near him. So let's remove all the boundaries in our lives and all the barriers that we put around our around God and give him his own area and let him come into our lives and remove these barriers outside of our lives so that we are pure enough to approach the throne of grace and to be delivered from the things that bother us. Not only that, but also to be able to talk to God face to face, just as Moses was able to do and able to go up to the mountain. Because if we're pure and we're clean, we purify ourselves and we remain holy and do what God wants us to do. We can approach the throne of grace and expect him to move for us. So yeah, be ready to approach the throne of grace and ready to receive what he has for us. 
at all times. Let's not just be ready to approach the throne of grace on Sunday or be ready to approach the throne of grace whenever we go to church, but let's be ready to approach the throne of grace whenever we need to. You never know when you need to pray for somebody. You never know when you need to deliver somebody from something and ask God for the help to do so. So let's always be ready to follow God's will and do what he wants us to do. So yeah, this has been Exodus chapter 19. The 25 verses were not that long. Let me know what you think about this chapter and what insights you have on it. You can text me at 662 371-8877. And God bless you. I pray that you have a blessed week and I pray that you continue to do the Lord's work. All right. God bless.